Welcome to the Public Services Reform Podcast from the Centre for Market and Public Organisation. My name is Ramesh Feitelingham, and today I'm speaking to Wendelin Schnedler from the University of Paderborn in Germany. We're going to be speaking about some research he's working on about the motivation of people, intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic motivation. And perhaps, Wendelin, the best place to start is if you give us an example of what this is all about. Yes. So... Um... This is a, a typical setup you, you can find in experiments and um, it's concerning children uh, to study what their uh, behavior is in a, in a very early phase. And, and apparently it's true that children from a very early age on like helping other people. Um, and so, so that starts really, really early. And what has been done in this experiment, uh, experiments or series of experiments, is that um, children are... Um, after knowing that they that they like helping other people, are exposed to a situation where they um, get something for helping. So uh, since it's children, you don't give them money; you give them something else. In this case, it's it's a it's maybe a toy that they like to play with that they that can roll down a ramp and makes exciting noises. So um, what's done is that one group of children in in a nursery gets uh, such a reward whenever they help, and the um, the uh, other group doesn't, and then you later compare in which of these two groups the children are more inclined to help when there's no reward. And what's typically found is that in the group where children were rewarded before, they do not engage in this helping behavior as often as in the other group. So it seems as if they are not motivated as before. It seems as, as they, they don't like doing this anymore, they've given up. And this is, in, in fact, how sometimes these findings are interpreted, that somehow something happened to their yeah, liking the, the activity or wanting to engage in this activity. So your explanation, you, you give the name playing hard to get. Can you explain what, what you mean by that? What do you think is going on with these children? Well, what, what, uh, what we think is going on, or maybe going on, is that, that these children are still indeed uh, wanting to engage in this behavior as before, but that they have realized that they can get something for this behavior um, and that they're not willing to do it unless they get a reward. So it's a very economic uh, explanation. I'm, 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 it's a trade-off. I'm giving up something. I'm giving up the desire to engage in this behavior now to get something in return for it and that's um, that the reward comes back. So I play hard to get, I hold back in order to get those rewards back that I have experienced. And obviously only the children who have experienced the rewards before would think of such a behavior whereas those who didn't well, wouldn't, wouldn't come up with the idea. How, how does this compare with previous explanations that people have put forward? Yeah, actually, the, this, this, uh, there, there are similar experiments, not just with children, with adults, and so on and so on. So there's, a, there's a, uh, actually a quite rich uh, area with very different uh, explanations. And the existing uh, explanations focus mainly on, the, uh, on information and information transmission. So what does this mean? This means that by, uh, by paying someone, by rewarding someone, this person, for example, can learn. Yeah? Uh, being rewarded, I learn that in the eyes of the person who rewards me, who may be better informed, like a parent or a teacher, is, is, um, is telling me something through this 
reward in a credible way. For example, that I should for some reason not like this activity or not do this activity. So, um, so that would be one explanation I can learn um, about the activity, which, which makes certainly sense in, in some situations, but, but here where um, I, the activity is rather simple, helping an adult by picking up a pen or another object that has fallen down, it's something that, that the child is not really learning something about. I mean, that's, that's something that the, ch uh, the child presumably already knows it's not the first pen it's picking up and um, and also I find it a bit strange that the child should learn um, that, that there should be something negative associated with this if it were why doesn't the adult stop me doing it why does the adult give me incentives to engage in it um, yeah so that's one that's one way uh, to explain is actually quite quite famous way and I'm not saying that there are not situations where this this seems a very good and, and sound explanation but but um, here it makes more sense that, that the child is trying to get, bring back these rewards yeah. People talk about crowding out here so, they, so what they're effectively suggesting is that the payment is crowding out the, the, the intrinsic motivation that the kids right. would do or people right. would do in certain settings Without the reward, right, right. Is, so, is this a bad thing? It's, uh, yeah. So I mean, one thing is that it's it's sometimes not. I mean, what we observe is we observe a change in behavior. We don't know why this change in behavior is. That's exactly what we are. We and other people are after. What are the theories that can explain this change in behavior? And and then the the, the most direct uh, explanation would be simply well people lost interest they're not going to do it anymore, which economically would mean their utility function has changed. Yeah. Uh, that's very unsatisfactory in the sense that, um, well, with this type of explanation, you can explain basically any behavior. Whenever someone does something you didn't expect, you say the utility function changed, and then you have explained this behavior. And it's it's also unsatisfying because it means you can't predict behavior anymore. Yeah? You can't say in advance, aha, this is what's going to happen, given the, the that, that people like this or dislike this. So, um, so... The question is, is it a bad thing or not? Um, well, depends again on which explanation you are, you're following. If, if the utility changes, I can't say whether it's a good thing or a bad thing because the utility itself is changing. If, if, it's, if, it's, uh, if the reason why people stop voluntarily engaging in an activity is that they are better informed now because the re rewards informed them about something, then it's actually a good thing, we would normally think, because the people make better informed choices than, than before. Um, if in our setting, if it's really, if people stop engaging in this behavior in order to bring back rewards or increase rewards, then it's really uh, undoubtedly a bad thing that this behavior disappears because people who like doing something uh, are not doing it, so they hurt themselves a little bit, and they do so because they are looking for this larger gain that's that's coming at the other end, possibly uh, as a result from this behavior. And they're also hurting the people who uh, were rewarding them before, and and who presumably also had some advantage from this behavior. So so it's 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 a it's a really frustrating. In, if crowding out is understood in that way, it's really frustrating because everybody's is kind of hurt. Uh, as, a, as a result of it. 
presumably there are, there are some lessons for, for parents from this in terms of how they motivate their children, whether they reward them intrinsically or whether they pay them to, to do jobs about the house, for example. But perhaps there are, there are wider lessons that we might take for, for issues around, for example, whether we should pay people to give blood or to recycle their garbage or, or issues around the whole question of public sector ethos and whether certain people do jobs because not just for the pay, but also for the, the wider feeling of contributing to society. Yes, no, no, definitely. I mean, if, if it, it depends very much, of course, which theory you're following, but, but we, we hear people say that uh, who, who work in, in uh, non-profit organizations, governmental agencies, and, and so on, that the introduction of rewards may destroy uh, motivation. And so um, I don't know of every, any evidence, empirical evidence that says this, but but it'd be really interesting to know which theory could um, could explain such behavior in order to avoid negative effects, right? So in order to avoid that people who were uh, motivated to engage in certain behavior stop engaging in it. While maybe uh, sometimes it may make sense to actually even risk that some people don't do it anymore to get other people to engage in this behavior who, who are not willing to do it from, from the start, yeah. Final question, Wedlin. In, in a way, you've looked at experimental results and tried to construct a, a sort of theoretical explanation for what's going on there. Do you now in turn, have you, have you in turn created a sort of testable idea that then experimenters could go and, and see whether your playing hard to get theory works out in practice? Yes, I mean, me and my co-author, we are both experimentalists. So we, 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 we had this, of course, in mind and maybe we'll do it ourselves at some point. Um, the, the key idea is that if someone is um, reducing behavior in order to increase the price, this person must have some bargaining power or must have some uh, yeah, way to influence prices. So as economists, uh, we would think that in a complete market, this behavior would not be observed. So if people are really competing. So one way, but this is just a very rough sketch, to test our theory would be if you take away the... Uh, uh, bargaining power, so to say, of the of the uh, children by maybe having other children or in some other way, then you should not observe this crowding out phenomenon. That would be one way. Or you make very clear that this these rewards are limited and cannot come back. So this must be made clear to the child, of course, in this case, or the subject in the experiment, that the experimenter has no way to to bring back these rewards is bound in some way and and then uh, you should also not observe this behavior because then there's no point in me holding back in an activity that I like in order to get get rewards. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you.